What's good, everybody? It's your man, Animal Brown, checking in with Freestyle Friday number nine. Today, I'm going to rap about artists who are disgruntled with their contracts. More specifically, Megan Thee Stallion, duh. While Meg is the latest high-profile artist to be pissed off at their paperwork, she isn't the first. Just look at any artist ever signed a bad boy. <laughs> or, shit, cash money for that matter. This has been going on for decades, but with Meg's legion of hot girls behind her on this one, it seems bigger. Like, I know social media has a lot to do with it, but the fact that she's kicking up this much dust without having dropped an album is interesting as hell. You usually don't see this type of rebellion until down the line when the receipts don't add up. On this past show, I compared her situation to that of an NFL draft pick that has outplayed their contract. You see it all the time. In the NFL, your salary is based on where you're drafted. So if you're Russell Wilson drafted in the second round, then you don't make that much. And of course, that much relatively speaking. But Wilson ends up being better than expected much earlier than they thought. He makes an impact his rookie year, then takes the team to the Super Bowl. Now, once you do that, then you've clearly outplayed your salary and you're due to renegotiate. Is this the case with Meg? Who knows for sure, but that's what it sounds like. Since recording the show, more details have come out. It's basically a lot of he said, she said. The he being Carl Crawford, the owner of 1501 Entertainment, the label that Meg is signed to. He says she has a very fair contract. 60-40 splits, she owns her masters. He all even outlined the money that was given to her at signing. His argument is that he hasn't been paid for what he's owed and that he put the work in early to get her to where she is now and that Rock Nation is playing the bully trying to debo her situation. Now, I'm not here to say who's right or wrong. Um, if you're more business-minded, you probably think like Mr. Crawford. If you're more artist-minded, then you're looking out for the little guy, uh, which in this case would be Meg. Now, without all of the details of her contract out there, quick side note, Complex has obtained a copy of her contract with an interesting piece of info in there that I'll make sure to get to in just a second. But without all the details, it's hard for me to say where I stand. However, I am seeing some things I don't like about the situation, namely coming from the internet. Yes, Twitter specifically. Twitter fingers has struck again. I immediately saw the same reaction across all social media platforms. Shout out to my guy, Big Jeff. That, well, Megan should have read her contract. If she didn't like it, then why did she sign it? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, yes, it's obviously important to be up on whatever it is you're putting your signature on. But that's what lawyers are for. Artists make the music. The majority of them are like you and me and don't have extensive knowledge of the language in contracts. And I'm tired of people taking shots at Meg who can't even read the terms and conditions on their Verizon bill. Everybody taking shots. Meanwhile, they bought a Lexus with 150,000 miles on it, a 25% interest rate on an eight year loan. Like, man, stop the madness, dog. Like, people kill me. Have y'all ever read a contract before? That shit difficult as fuck to understand unless you speak Leganese. Those aren't written in layman's terms for me and you to understand. That's not how they work. Now, here is where I think things get a little complicated because obviously you need a lawyer present to break this shit down. But when picking a lawyer, it can get tricky. And this is what I think may have happened to Megan. 
Most 20 year old underground rappers, which is how old Meg was at the time of signing, don't have an entertainment lawyer on speed dial. They're hustling their music trying to get heard. So when the opportunity presents itself for a record deal, they usually go one of two ways. They choose someone that they can trust or they choose someone they think is most knowledgeable. In this case, Carl was saying that her mother was present for the signings and whatnot. Now, for those of you who don't know, her mother has since passed away, all right? But you see it a lot. She trusted her mom and her mom was a rapper at one point too. So she believed that she had insight on the business and her best interests in mind. Sometimes people go the other route. They take the lawyer that's recommended to them by the label. Why? Because they've done it a thousand times and no one goes into these things thinking that they'll get screwed. That's not how general people think when negotiating with folks that you've built a relationship with. Have y'all not seen the social network? So it smells like to her or to her new management team that the contract was trash and that there were things in there that could make Carl rich as fuck in the near future, leaving Meg with breadcrumbs. Now, without seeing the full contract, I wouldn't know. And honestly, if I had the full contract in front of me right now, I still wouldn't know because that shit is confusing. However, we did get one nugget regarding the contract from Complex that I spoke on earlier. They highlighted a piece of info that contradicts what Carl said about Meg owning her masters. I'm going to read this piece of her contract. It says, quote, 1501 hereby is the owner from inception of each master recording to the extent that artists may be found to be the owner or author of any master recording artists hereby irrevocably assigns to company all of artists rights in such master recording end quote now that was a long-winded ti way of saying 1501 owns all her masters <laughs> that's what that meant all right the contract also goes on to state that the label gets 50% of her publishing and is in charge of administering it as well. She can also be fined for missing uh, publicity sessions, recording sessions, and appearances. Uh, apparently a clause which has already been exercised. Sheesh. All I'm saying is that as you can see and hear, these things can get complicated. And who else knows what's in there? Who knows if this is industry standard, fair, not fair? Maybe she duped us all and this is all just promo for her album because her single wasn't really doing too much. I don't know. I'm going to sit back, listen to the EP that's supposed to drop today on Friday, and I'm not going to pretend like I have a clue about the workings of recording contracts. I'm here for the music. I'll leave the paperwork to the professionals, and so should you. Now, before I leave, speaking of the music, Juicy J recently aired out his grievances with his record label, Columbia, by dropping a diss song. <laughs> he just dropped this a couple of days ago. It's called Fuck Columbia Records. <laughs> hey, man, this is hilarious. I'm getting ready to play this shit. This is funny as shit. Uh, man, I am Animal Brown. This has been Freestyle Friday. Again, I'll holler at y'all next time. Take us out, Juicy J. So
shit stop bubbling up, they want all the credit. Wrecking lips can eat a dick. They wanna sit back and get rich. You in a lake house in New Hampshire. What the fuck you know about that hit? How I last this fucking long, I stay solid to this day. They throw a contract in your face, want you to sign your life away. Fuck em. talented on earth and you are still grateful that is why upon winning in their game you always thank God tonight I would like to ask one favor of you imagine what we'll all be like in our own game peace and love for one another